welcome to the No Bad News League. Um, as we are moving forward, um, we are still going to do the podcast, and we don't have all the answers yet, um, but we're going to talk it out here. This is a good place. If you hear stuff you want to talk about, uh, you can message any of us. Um, nobody's shy in this group, and we'll bring it up, or you can come on and we can talk about it. Uh, but let's just get into the pod. Um, I am here. Uh, I am here with uh, uh, our our resident uh, team name changer. Oh, um, Ray Ray Donovan, uh, aka F those picks. I got to figure out what to do because I'm actually like looking at the draft now. Like little seller's remorse. What is it? Buyer's remorse. Sellers remorse. Or I ain't got no remorse. picks, yo. I ain't got no picks. You'll be fine. Uh, and then we're also here with um, the. We're here with the person who has the this trophy right now. Um, the beard. And. Uh... Yeah, so it's Henry. It's Mr. Undefeated Super Bowl jersey, by the way, for those listening to the oh, last right. one. The jersey is undefeated, so uh, maybe next year, you know, bet on the jersey I'm wearing. Make some money with me. Did you did you say this was the No Bad Dudes pod or the real husbands and boyfriends of Beverly Hills? I heard both. New York, Qu- Queens, New York. The real husbands of Queens, New York. It's the real husbands of, of New York. I think that's what our league is for all the drama. Okay, well, we'll get there. You want to know what's on my mind, bro? Do you want to do that first, or you want to let me and Henry? I want to do I'm that. Assuming... I want to. What's on my mind, bro? Okay. I feel like I feel like I got my ball stolen at the park. I feel like I feel like I got my bike stolen. I feel like my dog died. I mean, yeah, I feel like my dog died. Like, I'm not happy. I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of bummed. It's whack. We can get two more people or whatever, and but those rivalries, you know, that trash talk. The you know, Matt was awesome. I you know, I think Brad was 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 was, was great in the league too. I'm just kind of sad. That's legit. What's on my mind? It's kind of sad. I was so speechless, like I didn't even say anything. And I usually always say something in the chat. I kind of looked at it. I actually looked at my text message first. Yeah, got a message from Brad. And I was like, "What?" And I looked in the thing. So, um, I haven't spoken to Matt, um, but I will. I'm just kind of sad. <clears throat> All right, we'll go back to what's in our mind. Uh, just what Ray is talking about, just in case. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Matt, the co-commissioner, announced on Saturday he was leaving the league, and then the next day, Brad announced he was also leaving the league. Um, I'll say what I have to say about Matt first. Um, I think everybody should reach out to him, or you can put in the trash talk chat or whatever. Just thank him and say how much how appreciative you are for all the time and effort he's put into the league. Um, I I feel he did a great job co commissioning picking up. Um, when one of the Co-commissioners abandoned the post. Um, take some load off me. Um, and then I, you know, everybody can do 
the math how I feel about the other situation. Uh, we'll move forward. Um, I think we'll talk more specifically about what their teams are in the future. I think when we get to Division One or Division Three review, we will quickly. Um, I will announce what I think I will do um, with their rosters as far as dealing with their picks and their keepers. Um, also, the okay. cut in stone, but I don't spoil or I don't imagine we're going to hand over a team that's unable to win next year to somebody we're asking to come. Uh, Henry, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I echo that that sentiment. Matt was Matt was great. I didn't know Matt personally. I knew him through the league, through Brad. Um, anytime I messaged him, questions about the league, super knowledgeable, super quick. We were great trade negotiator. Um, and yeah, I, like you said, everything that he did, um, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. Um, it, it's a hard job commissioning. It's why I don't commission any leagues. I just want to play and have fun and not worry about things. So um, I, I understand the burden that it takes and um, hats off to Matt. Um, thank you, Brad. I, it sucks not playing with you. Maybe somewhere else down the road, we'll get to play in another league. Um, but yeah, life goes on. League goes on. We'll uh, we'll move forward. I mean, a little bigger than that. I mean, he kind of like co-founded the league. Did he? Because he walked out. Like he didn't help me. Like after that first little bit, he no. But he like kind of put it. He kind of you know he put it together. Like you know like it's it is. I think it's more than that. I think he deserves more credit than that. But you know, there's conflicting, there's conflicting thoughts about Brad in this pod. So, yeah, I mean, he was supposed to. We were supposed to be fifty-fifty, doing it, and he didn't do it. And then he put me in bad spaces to do feel all the extra stuff. I we don't have to get into it, but I don't, I don't want to pretend that Brad even put. Brad didn't put in five percent of the work I have, and he didn't put in ten percent of the work that Matt did, like. Matt is much higher up. Like that's it. Like Brad basically did invited a bunch of people to join the league, and that that was at the end of the day, that was the the time and effort he put in the league, which is fine. But I I, I think the amount of work me and Matt put into this league needs to be treated with a different level of respect. Um. And yeah, Matt. Matt was really great about. Uh, all the technical stuff. Um, I'm going to probably struggle with that. Uh, like when we go vote, it's going to be not as fluid. Matt was really great at that. Matt was good about updating the constitution. Um, Matt did, you know, he did a lot of great stuff. I mean, there was, I don't think we were peanut butter and jelly together as co commissioners, but we both worked really hard to give the best league possible. I mean, Ray, you can say whatever you want and keep keep the topic going. I don't want to. No, 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 you're not. I just, I mean, Brad helped put the league together. There is a, there is an pretty much an Amon tree and there's a Brad tree. Because again, you and Brad are friends or were friends or whatever the fuck. Sorry to curse. My bad. And Matt is on Brad's tree. I'm in Brad. I don't know you without Brad. 
Henry is Brad's tree. Laurent, in essence, is Brad's tree. Willie is Brad's tree. Ryan is Brad's tree. And then there's the Eamon tree, which is Jay, Mike, Frank. Who's in the league? I don't think anybody. Ryan. Who? Oh, yes, your brother. Yes. Like, that's it's so like a founder of the league. Like, again, like, yes, you say you put 5% in the work, whatever. He was on the pod. Cool. But, like, again, you know, the league has been going on for, this is about to be seven years. And, you know, he, you know, he dropped, he, he left the league. So, yeah. But, I mean, I know it was going to be either this or you or whatever. And, and again, I, I'm, I don't know. Like I told you, I'm just it's just it's just a little sad, you know? I like the rivalries. I love Matt being in. Like obviously I knew Brad wasn't gonna be in there, his brother's not gonna be in there, whatever, because he didn't like the way things were going either. So, you know. But like you guys said, it is what it is. Yeah, and like, I, I sorry, go ahead, Henry. Uh, right, I completely get where you're coming from. Like I I didn't mean to undersell Brad with my um spiel to him. You know, like he's a good friend of mine. I still do talk to him. Um but I, I, I can't, I can't wallow in the past myself. Like I have to, you know, move forward and thank the people for what they've done. And it, it, it might be rough at first um, for more people, some for some more than others. But um, you know, um, this this pod's about this league right now, so we gotta we gotta move forward. You know, and do what yeah. we gotta do. And I, I, you know, I. I don't I don't have any um predictions on how many other people might leave. Um I feel might more people might leave and I I understand that and I don't have any issues with anybody um who don't want who don't want to continue with this league and and if they say it's my it's me I'm totally fine with that. Um it's fantasy I'm, football. I'm... There's millions and millions of leagues. You know, I put a lot of time and effort into this league building this. I mean, you want to talk about like starting the league? The first sentence we wrote about is find the best people in the league and let's have a lot of fun. Like, and that doesn't feel like what we've been dealing with at times. So um, we're moving forward. Um, and, you know, I'm just, I'm not putting any expectations. Like I said in the chat, um, we're not going to do anything formally until like June, check in with people. Cause I know other people who might be not as committed to this league who aren't checking the app might not know what's going on. So. Is just a last call because I think it will be best. Um, if there's anything else you want to talk about it with it, let's do it here and then try to get back to the juicy fun stuff. Anybody? I'm good. Okay. Cool. All right, Henry. Mine, I think mine, what's on my mind is going to lead into the Super Bowl review. So why don't you talk about what's on your mind? So, yeah, so um, it's March, and by the time we record again, it'll probably already be uh, March Madness. And like all sports, World Cup with me, I love sports. I know nothing about college basketball. I watch maybe one game of college basketball before March Madness. But like the World Cup, when March Madness comes around, I'm the biggest March Madness fan. And, you know, sports gambling, again, has added a thrill to it for me. But it's, there's always been brackets, you know. Before 
sports books were legal in New York. We've always had brackets, and I've been doing brackets since I was 16, probably. And I was just like, oh, Duke, they're a good team. And then they lose. <laughs> but but I, I'm excited for March Madness. It's, it's a very, like, lull time in, in sports. Um, you know, football's over. I'm sad about that. Hockey. You said low like, time? A low time, yeah. You know, like, football. football's over. Basketball, it's not the playoffs yet. Hockey, it's not the playoffs yet. Baseball, they're playing all these fake games in Florida and Arizona. Like, it, it really is about college basketball this month. And You're so saying I'm, that I'm the biggest. The Islanders are bad right now. Islanders are in the okay. playoffs. Patrick Rangers Kane. are doing fantastic. Patrick Kane, right? Hats off. I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, well, you know. But it, no, but even with hockey, I'm a big hockey fan, but hockey doesn't gear up now to the playoffs. Maybe it'll be exciting for me for the Islanders, you know, with the playoff push, hopefully. But right now, you know, it's, it's March 1st. It's, College basketball. Well, yeah, uh, I remember. I remember in high school there was a handful of teachers who would turn on the TVs in their room, and you would like at like we we I think got out at like two or five, so you got to watch some of the like the the noon buzzer beater games. And I just remember watching those after high school before like practice for finish. I was doing track maybe at that point. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing that time of year. Uh, okay. So my my what's on my mind is like a, a so you know I think we all watched the post game of the Super Bowl where Travis Kelsey kept saying nobody believed in us even though for the last four years I think they're they were always the top three to win the Super Bowl in odds um, so but like he was screaming it so like loud and, and, and crazy and like I've always you know. CTE and mental health and all this stuff. Like I, I, I did hear somebody talk about like junior sale and like the idea of that guy from high school on had every Sunday or Saturday or Friday night had thousands and thousands of people cheering him on. And like when he retired, like his mood changed right away. And I'm not saying TT didn't affect him, but I think there is like this thing with football players where they have to build up the narration. Like nobody believes in me. Like I'm sure Patrick Mahomes thinks nobody thinks he's a good quarterback. Um, I don't know if he really believes that, but that's what he has to tell himself to get going. But I then heard an interview with Jason Siegel. Uh, he was promoting his new Apple TV series, and he was talking about a conversation he had with a friend. And, like, this is after, like, his sitcom and he was getting movies. So, like, he was well off. And he was waiting to hear about this new movie. And he's like, if I can get cast in that, that'll really show them. And, like, this is a really important part of your life. Is like, his friend turned to him, like, looking, sitting in, like, a million-dollar house with, like, he said he has an orchard on, on, like, a farm and all that stuff. And they were sitting together and, like, his friend looked at him and he's like, Who's them? And like, he, he talked about like how that completely changed perspective. Like he went to therapy and thought about it. Like, you know, I think a lot of times we have this narrative in our he heads or we do it to, to motivate ourselves. But there's a certain point in time where we're going to be at the end of the road. And like, we realize there's no them. And then we have to make up a new them. But like, you know, is Travis Kelsey when he's retired and he's either coaching or, I mean, coaching is probably fine, but like 
if he goes into the business world with investments or whatever, is he still going to be like, nobody believed in us? Like, <laughs> that doesn't quite work in the office experience. Um, I just I just think I heard those like pretty close together. And I was just like, wow, that's, you know, because like, I, I, I don't know, like, right, you probably deal with this a lot with professional athletes where it's like, they're pretending like nobody believes in them, but like, they're there. Like big, they, they big, accomplish big invisible chip, big invisible yeah. chip. Like Travis Kelsey's gonna, I mean, this is gonna be one of those stupid arguments, but Travis Kelsey should be the number one tight end of all time. It's as far as I'm concerned, I don't think Gronk gets it because he wasn't healthy. So it's between mm-hmm. him and, and Gonzalez, but I don't know. That was just my thoughts. So. Yeah, that, that whole underdog story with with the Chiefs rubbed me the wrong way. But I I understand that like sometimes when you're that good, you, you sort of need to like feed yourself a narrative to do something. I don't I don't know. My, none of my team's ever been that good, so I don't. Um, cool. Um, I don't know if you uh, like. It feels like I wrote this up like a week and a half ago, so I don't know if there's any like leftover Super Bowl thoughts you guys have. Um, the only one I kind of like I want to take towards fantasy is that there was like three or four like notifications from Sleeper like pinged on my phone saying Kadarius Tony is going to be super featured in this game and it's going to be super important into this game. I'm also going to talk about the passing periods later now that I realize that he's going to be super urgent. And then like he played 11 snaps and I just don't think as exciting as the possibility of him being the number one in Kansas City next year with an offseason. I just don't think I'll be willing to pay whatever the the appropriate price is. I, I, I think you're spot on with that. It, it's rough because we just watched the Chiefs win a Super Bowl with like basically no number one wide receiver, if you don't include Kelsey as that. And like three different running backs, you know, like one week it was CEH, then he faded, then it was Jarek McKinnon. And then it was Pacheco at the end. So the, the Chiefs offense is something that, like, you want to own something for it, but it's going to be very, very volatile where you're either going to get the 20 points or you're going to get a fat zero like MVS gave a lot of fantasy. Oh, this man. Year. I, I, well, I, we, haven't met, we haven't met since the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's the first one since. Yeah. So a little bit about the game, if you guys don't mind. Yeah, go um, Yeah, you obviously get – you obviously get, you know, you draft Mahomes or you draft. I mean, well, you have you either have Mahomes in our league. You either have Mahomes, you have Kelsey, you draft Kelsey, or you you don't. You just kind of stay away from them. I mean, because again, Pache- Pacheco might be like in line for like some really good work or whatever going forward because it's a rookie deal. He's really good. He's wearing Tyreek Hill's little number. Um, Rutgers. It's kind of New York. It's kind of New York. Come on. That, that is that is very that's R. Very I like that. <laughs> R. Um, you guys aren't Rutgers fan. They, um, they chant R than you. Like that's that's as good as they were at sports. That's their best chant. That place hasn't been good since I was like a little boy. I mean, it's, good is like they won seven games and got to a bowl. Like, that's not. Yes, 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 yes. They won, like, it was like 10 games or something like that, right? And they got to a bowl. Um, Did, yeah, maybe. I, I'm, I'm very. Uh, okay. It was probably so, when, like, the Big East was breaking up and there was, like, no good teams left. 
they made it though. I think the coach, the, the coach got like some sanctions and stuff like that, whatever, because he was doing some foul stuff. Who's that? Well, coach? It was Shiano who's still there now. Shiano. Yeah, but he he got the job at the Buccaneers. I don't think he got sanctioned. I just think he just took all the money and went to the Buccaneers and then was trying just to hurt up. players on knees when they're taking knees. Mike Allstott. His highlight film came up. The highlight film of Mike Allstott came up on Twitter today, and I ran it back. I watched it maybe like 40 times. You couldn't tackle him. He was, yo, he was, he was Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry, except small and with the big neck brace thing. Yeah, I don't think he'd be allowed to play in the NFL now because, like, he always had his helmet down, and that's, technically a penalty they don't really call it but you're not supposed to calm it down yeah he would always go through the line with like if you watch it like he wasn't looking he, he wasn't like scanning the field to figure out which way to go he just oh, put his helmet down cte like, oh yeah man um, okay okay my bad uh one more thing i was gonna say about the super bowl sure i know patrick mahomes like patrick mahomes on the over for passing yards i know it killed a lot of people's tickets um, because I, as soon as soon I knew all my overs were going to be messed up as soon as that fumble happened. Um, but I was very happy to get one, uh, seven legger, uh, that I hit. I was happy. I put the octopus and I did Jalen hurts. Um, any first time, uh, first, uh, first, first, touchdown, first, first, touchdown, first tutty, first tutty. So but I also put like four other people to score first. So, but Jalen hurts, I put the most on. Did, did, did you tell my terrible fortune one? What did you say? <laughs> did you tell my terrible fortune one? Fortune? No. Plus 6,000. Uh, did, did you see what I hit, Ray? No, no, no. I didn't. I hit the exacta. Hurts. Score? No. Uh, first three touchdowns. Hurts, Kelsey, A.J. Brown. Plus 20,000. Really? Dude, check your WhatsApp. Place went nuts. Wow. It was a great Super Bowl. What'd you what'd you put on it? Ten dollar free bet. Oh my god, amazing. Congratulations, Henry. It was a, it was a so very dope. good Super Bowl. So That's that so dope. Two thousand? Yeah. Amazing, bro. Congratulations. What a what a biggest, biggest biggest hit. Oh, Ray fell off for a second. Um we're gonna vamp for a second. Um oh there he is. Um yeah, that's cool. Um, and since, like, we are a couple weeks, I still want to say what I have to say. As far as that penalty, the pass interference call, like, the one thing people aren't talking about is that it was the exact same, like, he was breaking to the end zone, but it was the same deviant route or variation route of the touchdown routes in the red zone. So, like, that's why he grabbed them was because they've been shook on those plays, and if he would have broke it out to the sideline, he would have been wide open. Like, you know, I, I think they absolutely have to call that. That wasn't just like a random thing. It was like that they were running the same play with yet a third player on that like angle route or whatever they're going to call it. So, yeah, as soon as Bradbury said that he did it, I was like, I, I'm not going to debate with people like NFL players know what they're doing. And he went up, he said, yeah, I did it. I hope it wasn't going to get caught. Was- and then everybody says like, Oh, but he threw out the end zone. It's like, yeah, that's what happens on defensive holding plays. I know you guys don't watch it close enough, but like, whenever like there's whenever the quarterback knows there's defensive holding, 
he overthrows it specifically to where the wide receiver is to help like make it a point. Ray is uh, kissing his, the screen. <laughs> um, Talking to Poppy. Um, cool. Let's uh, let's do this. We'll have to pop out for a second for everybody who knows they know. Um, so I want to do a new segment. Um, I was hearing people talk about Kyle Pitts, and um, I was like, I think we should something not too long, but we should like as we move along the off season, we should say what pick ish like mid fourth round mid third round late eighth round you know but if it's like a high caliber player we'll say like pick seven um but we should quickly like you guys hear me uh i haven't heard you for a couple minutes yeah can you hear me now yeah sorry you know daughter what's called dad we're all good we're recording a pod we're all good want to talk Uh, to her sorry Kyle yeah, no, we're we're all good. So rapid fire pick. It was good. It was breaking me from my rambling. Uh, I'm just gonna throw out some names of players. Um, I want you each to like kind of predict where you think they'll go in our league. Um, they're players who won't be kept. Uh, and then say, are you gonna be interested at that in that area of the draft? Um, and I, I think to keep it simple, to not make it overly complicated, we'll pick. Um, just team. So I'll name three players from one team. Um, and I'll try to do until free agency and the drafts over teams where it's kind of like clear and established who the players are. There isn't going to be much the changes. Um, so I'll start with a team that we don't think personnel will change that much, the Broncos. Um, and let's start with the biggest name. We'll, we'll start with you, Ray, since he's your guy in our draft. What pick do you think he'll be drafted in? What round or what pick exactly? I I don't think I said Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. What? Well, because he's going to be picked somewhat early. So, like, he's going to have a bounce back. He's going to have a bounce back year. I guarantee you. All this BS that's coming out about him, all these rumors, everyone's kicking this man down. Usually, usually this stuff comes out when, like, I know I'm getting off topic. Usually this stuff comes out when it's, Whoops. I got you guys on my new kind of home studio kind of thingy, and it just kind of fell because I'm getting animated. All right, so I'm going to say just exactly like this. Usually this stuff comes out when people get traded from the team, not when they're actively on the team. Like, you're going to hear all this Aaron Rodgers stuff come out when he comes to the Jets, and I don't want to hear it. This is my fault. Because it's going to be my quarterback. Now, I a segment called Rapid Fire with Ray and then let it go with Russell Wilson. You started with Russell Wilson. That's your fault, host. That's your fault. Anyway, Russell Wilson, bounce back year. He's going to get picked in the first first round. He's going in the first round this year, or at least the second round. Ray, you don't have a first round pick. How are you going to draft him in the first? I'm going to figure it out. All right, so you think he'll probably be like a late first round pick, like pick ten? You thinking like late, like late being first... realistic? You, like you're probably not going to have a first round pick unless something crazy happens. But assuming you can't possibly get there, do you think people in our league will take him at one ten? One reason why Matt leaving the league kind of sucks is because I was going to try and trade Tua and Waddle to him because he wanted both of them. Um, 
that also sucks. Um, besides for me loving Matt. Um, yes, I think he'll I think it'll be late first round or early second round. And you would if you had the capital, you would be interested in that. I would I would take him first pick next year. Okay. He's gonna be pissed off. Okay. Henry, what do you think? Uh uh I'm thinking late second, early third. So let's go like twenty three through like twenty seven. Um you know, there's a couple quarterbacks that should go back into the fold this year. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with Mahomes yet, obviously. But um, I think, you know, between like Kelsey and the players that are getting thrown back in, um, QBs are still going to be valuable. He'll still have value, but it's going to push him back. Uh, I'm going to go like 26, 27, actually, thinking about it. Would you would you be looking at him at that point or are you, are you just out? You think he's toast? No, I, I'm just not going to. I'd rather take another quarterback if I'm going to take a quarterback there. Might go with a little more upside. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm in the same boat where I, I think I think he'll go sometime in the second round because um, even more players going back in, it was still like Trevor Lawrence was drafted. I mean, Kirk Cousins was drafted like with pick 2-4 or something like that. So he was drafted inside the top 20 players being drafted. Um, and I think I think there'll be people who want to take a shot on Russell Wilson. Um, I will also be out. I'd rather, um, I either want like a, like a one a to Jalen hurts, like a burrow or Justin Fields in the first round, or maybe a Kirk cousins. Otherwise I want to probably try to do what you and Ryan do where you just sit and wait until there's some quarterback who we don't think is going to have a job for more than a week. And then somehow they're top 10 quarterbacks. Marcus Mariota released. Sad. Day. Okay, we have less than so one. So is Carson Wentz. Okay. Um, now the next question. This one's almost as complicated to to try to figure out. But um, no, you didn't actually draft. I I misremembered it. Uh, I I would uh, I was I for because you drafted J.K. Dobbins two years ago. I thought you drafted him again this year, but Ryan drafted him. Um. But I do think like it'll be interesting because J.K. Dobbins and Javante Williams apparently have very similar injuries, what they'll do. But Henry, where do you think in our draft, knowing that I think J.K. went in the fifth round last year or maybe fourth, um, where do you think Javante will go and will you be in, in on him? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking late third, early fourth right now. Um, I think there's a lot of like reporting that still needs to come out on him. Uh, late third, early fourth. So what's that? That's pick 12, 30, 30. Yeah. All right. So, so let's go pick 39. Um, at that pick, if I'm there, I'm, I'm probably interested. I am. I know I got burned by some injury guys, Chris Calvin coming back, but you know, uh, it, it is a keeper league. So maybe getting a discount on Javante this year and trying to fight through it and then having, you know, a third round keeper next year with Javante. Um, it might be something that would play into my mindset for him. Um, so at, at that hmm. price, I'd be interested. A little bit earlier, like if he jumps and is going in the second, I'm probably no-go. Ray? Javante? Yeah, where, where, do you think, where do you think people will pick him in this league and will you be interested at that price point? I, I mean, I still think – I mean, him, him, him and Bryce Young are like – they're still studs, but after those injury, I mean, they're still young. I don't know, man. It's it's running backs, right? 
I, I think because because everyone's going to be on that Bijan kid this year, um, and that's going to bounce everybody else back. But then there's also like dudes like that are getting older. Um, I'd say I'd say Javante might get one in the second round. I'm sorry, did you say Bryce Young? No, I said Bijan. No, no, before that, are you talking about the Jets running back that I don't remember his name? Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Brees okay. Hall. How do you not remember? Are they making Brees that Hall? trade? It's about um, to be Aaron Rodgers, Brees Hall. Come on, bro. It's about to be amazing. Yeah, I, I think, I think, um, I think he's gonna go probably. Depend. I mean, the the rumor is there's like a lot of these running backs this year, and this is like one of the things I'm a little scared of with the Giants is that like they're gonna it's gonna ditch their team leader, um, not pay him. Send the wrong message to the locker room. I, I hope they're smart enough to realize it's not a great idea and try to take somebody. But they're, you know, there's a lot of good running backs. They, uh, I think Daniel Jeremiah was saying this is the best running class ever. Um, so I do wonder if there's be more that'll be snuck in early. But I, I think maybe mid fourth round people will take a chance on him. Um, I will be out. I'm not even Brees Hall unless he's like in the seventh or eighth round. I'm not taking well maybe the sixth round but like at the end of the day like people are talking about these injuries and like yes jk dobbins injury was worse than other players but even the ones that are not that bad of tear like saquon mm-hmm. barkley wasn't good two years ago like you need a full year and then some to get the explosiveness back this was something i talked about in the podcast before the season started so like you know you guys can take all your shots on uh broken need running backs, but I will wait till the post bump. One of the players I'm really kind of excited, hopefully Baltimore works out, is like J.K. Dobbins. Like, I think that's the type of guy who I'll be looking for, depending on what I do with my early picks, as my number two RB. Like, I'm, I think that guy can have a very good season. Hmm. If everything maybe, works. Like, if Lamar comes trade back, down the road. What Do you have him? No, I'm just saying a little trade with me and you down the road, like for your running back, like last, like this year. Oh yeah, we'll get to that later. Maybe we'll um, help me out. We'll help out. All right, final one. I think they were uh, final one. Um, it was hard to pick which one of these guys to go with, but um, Jerry Judy. I'll go first. Um, your boy. So I think Jerry Judy, um, as the person who. who like, he goes in the fifth round or sixth round in our drafts. That's just where he goes. Um, I'm going to say he'll probably be – I'm going to say there's going to be a lot of hype around him. He'll be an early fifth-round pick. Um, and I might be in on him. Like, I, I'm like he's the only Bronco who might be on my radar just because, like, Sean Payton, if you're the number one wide receiver in his offense mm-hmm. – um, you're great at fantasy. The only problem is he's not the big body, typical wide receiver that Cortland Sutton is, which more fits to Marquise Colston and Michael Thomas and those types of players. But I just think Jerry Judy showed last year, he's got more potential. And so if, if, if he, if Payton can get him focused, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Uh, get him focused or keep him from being injured. go. Go ahead. Get him focused or keep him from being injured? Yes. <laughs> Jack yes. and Jack. <laughs> okay, 
very Hopefully good. that As like we... story. Do you remember? I don't know. I don't want to get into negativity, but remember that weird story where he was like locked his girlfriend in for feeding his girl. There was some story with him and his baby and his girlfriend or wife or whatever. That was weird. Jerry Judy. Yeah, it was in the preseason. Huh. I'll look up the details while you guys talk about it. I think he go- I think he goes pretty high, but I mean, is he the number one or is Cortland Sutton of them the number one? That's something you're gonna have to find out. Is it Cooper Cup or is it Robert Woods? Ooh. Oh my god! Please don't with that. Oh my god! <laughs> I could have had Cooper Cup that year. Anyway, um, no, every draft thing, all these experts were like, take take Robert Woods. It's gonna be Bobby Trees. It's gonna be crazy. He got hurt. Anyway, um, I think Jerry Judy goes in. I don't know, middle, middle, mid, mid second round, maybe late third. Tops. I see oh. somebody. I see somebody going to take a shot with him, but it, I, I think he. I think he ends up going in the third round. I mean, all the other good wide receivers are going to be taken or, or going to be kept. So by then, cool. wow. and will you be interested at that point or no? Absolutely not. Well, I want do, nothing to you do. You want to do the stack? I would do nothing. I would never. I I would get Cortland Sutton. I like him. Cool, Henry. I just think it was again. It's like it's like Russell. Like it's just like anything else. It takes time. Like stuff. Shit. Stuff. Stuff takes time. Like it takes time to develop chemistry and all this other stuff. And maybe Russell Wilson doesn't need an office where the <laughs> where the bosses are, and you know, like maybe he needs to have a locker, and you know, like you know. Russ is still my boy. Don't get it twisted. Like okay. they're gonna come back. Guarantee you the Broncos finish. Guarantee you the Broncos get ten wins next year. All right, Henry, March first. Um, I Jerry Judy plays like he should be a second or third round pick. Um, he has performed like an eighth or ninth round pick. So I, I'm thinking it's more like the fifth or sixth where he's been going in the league. Um, at that point, you know, you're you're looking for that flyer guy you know that that upside that's going to really like put you over the top i think someone will be happy to take him in the fifth round it it's not going to be me um i just i i know i take shots on injury guys but like judy just has too much against him to start his career that i have to like i have to use my cmc saquon barkley logic and avoid it if he goes off kudos to the person who took him um, so the, the the single sentence uh, accusation is Judy was accused by his girlfriend of locking a wallet, car seat, and baby formula in his car because she took one of his cell phones. He was later acquitted, but just there was I I know there was like a weird story about food and and babies. So because um, I was like, oh no, are we gonna have to put him on the list? But there's not <laughs> about, there's not a lot of details. It just sounds like a shitty argument. Um, hmm. not cool like he doesn't sound like the coolest guy if like but you know not being not the coolest guy doesn't make you a bad dude uh okay what's next on our sheet are we talking about free agency are you guys excited for some free agency bunch of b minus names on the list of free I, agents this year i gotta be honest i didn't even look at free agency until i saw it on the chart and i was like i guess i should uh, catch up on some free agency, and I'm not caught up on it yet because like there's still people being cut. So maybe one or two of the guys that I'm mentioning weren't even free agents last week. So 
Yeah, yeah we're I, still going through all these March these March fifteen cuts. I believe they are for salary cap reasons. And um, once that happens and the draft gets closer, let me know what teams are doing. Like I'll really start to like dig in. But right now, it's still like the cool the cool off season for me. But I'm prepared. Yeah, it feels like this year, almost all these big things that will happen probably around that time will be trades. Um, you know, whether it's uh. Aaron Rodgers gets traded or not. Um, but like the Hopkins, um, does T Higgins get moved? But that's probably later if that happens. I feel like they'll try to see how long they can go with trying to get a contract with him. And if his demands are I want to be paid as like the number one wide receiver, then uh it's probably not gonna happen with Cincinnati. Um but yeah, there's some there's some names. Um I'll I'll go first. Uh I, uh, David Montgomery, the Chicago Bears running back. Um, I don't know if I'll be interested in him if he lands anywhere else, but, uh, I think he could be a very solid RB2 if he's the Carolina Panthers running back and they draft mm-hmm. and they draft a QB or they have Derek Carr as their QB. Oh my God, this Derek Carr guy. Fucking me. Um, I just, I just think he'll, Especially if they have a rookie uh, QB, I think he'll just get a lot of like goal line touches. Um, you know, it's it's good weather. Frank Reich, I have some issues with, but like, I you know, I think he's wants to. I think he's probably a little bit aware of like his mistakes in Indianapolis and might be like, let me just ride the big names and let my other guys develop in other ways. I'm gonna say this right here, right now. In this pod, if the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers, if we don't get Jimmy G, and we get Derek Carr, I am done with the Jets. It's over. It's done. Why do you, Why do you just be done with them now? With the Jets? Yeah. No, because if they get Aaron Rodgers, that's like all in. I'm getting a, a good. I'm getting a jersey. Like. The, the guy who went on a snake oils uh Selman's podcast to talk about the darkness. So listen, who are, Mac- wait, are you are you sponsored by On It? Wait, McAfee? No, he went out on it. Okay, so listen. All right. Do you use he, on it? Do you tell your athletes to use on it? Li- no, not at all. Not at all. I, I I don't no supplements. Um, just natural good stuff. Um I got a got a list. Um but anyway. He's a he's kind of a kook and he's very smug and he thinks he knows everything. But man, can he sling the pill? Can he? Not in January. It'll be fine. We got a you got you got a run game. You got, you got I, I hate to tell you this, but we don't have a dome in New York. Like I'd love Yo, to go to see. a Giants game where there's a dome and you can go in January, it's not cold, but I hate listen, to tell you, he ain't gonna be completing playoff passes. Listen to me, okay? We're probably going to be on the road, so that's fine. Number two, Amen. In Kansas City or Cincinnati or Buffalo? Number two, he still can play football. I mean, I'm going to have to – and then he could coach up Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson's not a bust. Who is your free agent? Because Rogers is not a free agent. Who is your big-name free agent that – you you think we'll land in a new location and we'll bring fantasy goodness. So um 
Saquon is on office of his rookie deal, right? Yeah, he's going to be a free agent unless they tag him or give him an extension. I, I mean, I would, I would, I would love to see Saquon stay in, in New York. And I'm not a Giants person. Like, okay, I'm not a Giants. I don't like the Giants at all. Like, I've never liked them. But I like this team. I like Dayball because he's the reason Josh Allen was good, obviously, because Josh Allen sucked this year, right? First year without Dayball, right? And w- before Dayball got to Buffalo, Josh Allen sucked, right? So, again, he's clearly the reason why Daniel Jones is going to be awesome. Um, also, too, Daniel Jones, right? I want this Giants team to stay together because I want to see Dayball with Danny Dimes, with actual receivers, and they're not hurt, and maybe they go out and get somebody if they can. I would love to see this Giants team stay together with Saquon um, getting a contract. Okay, so you're saying Saquon to stay back in there. Okay. I want him to stay there, yeah. Cool. Henry? For lack of, you know, I, I was long-winded, but, you know. Yeah, I, I so, hope he stays. I I, I just, um, I think you have to, like, if, he, if they can give him the Derrick Henry deal, that makes most sense, which is, they gave Derrick Henry a deal a couple years ago where it was like they guaranteed the franchise tag for two years and then like had another year on on it that was optional. Um, mm-hmm. I think that sends the right message to the locker room for all the young guys and like you know the deck like, we'll that they'll have to pay and, and all these guys and like just mm-hmm. making sure it's like we'll pay you. There maybe a little maneuvering, but we'll pay you. We want to keep you guys together. So. Mm-hmm. Henry, do you uh, have any thoughts on Barkley to the Giants, or do you want to move on to your guy? Um, I I think the Giants need to keep Barkley. I, I it comes down to price for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. You don't want to you don't want to get yourself in a Kenny Galladay situation again, where <laughs> where you're you're hamstrung by a guy that's declining. Um, I'm not I'm not saying Saquon or Daniel Jones are going to decline, but they they got something really good going on on right now. You know, I, I understand Barkley and Jones want to get paid, but where would they be without Dable right now? And I, I think, you know, Tom Brady won so much because he constantly gave back. He got his money, but he constantly made it work. So I, I think they got to find their inner Tom Brady and, you know, make something work. Cool. Who do and, you have as your uh, big popular uh, free agent moving? So my, my brand new free agent, Leonard Fournette. I think, you know, a lot of us can see this coming with the Bucks, where I think their team's going to look a lot different from what it has the past couple of years. It's two places I think Leonard Fournette would look great at for fantasy. Um, I love Devin Singletary, but Leonard Fournette on the Bills would be great for them. And I think it would only keep his fantasy value where, where it's at with uh, Josh Allen. He might lose one or two rushing touchdowns with Josh Vulturing, but they, they need a running back. They need a, a real running back up there. I don't think Fournette's going to cost um, nearly as much as what he might have gotten two years ago. And Fournette to the Bills, good for the Bills, good for fantasy owners. Yeah, that could be a real like like Garrett Blunt situation where it's like word he just plays inside the five. You let James Cook do all the other stuff, and you save a lot of those like hits that Josh Allen's taking because that like I I think like this week. Um, I got back into listening to the podcast and I heard Adam Azer breaking down like literally the moment that Josh Allen went from like being two or three points ahead of Jalen Hurts to like blow is when he got hurt. And I think 
you know, this is also a thing as somebody who really does watch Patrick Holmes is like, I just want them to keep like reminding them, like, take less hits, like, don't get your ankle rolled up. That's the only thing that's going to hurt either one of those guys is literally getting hurt. They're, they're both so exceptional. Um, cool. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers apologist, but um, he was hurt too this year. So go ahead, Henry. Um, Ray, you'll like this. The other place that I think Fournette would help his team and fantasy owners would be the Dolphins. I think if you wanted to stay in Southern Miami, in the warm playoff contending team, he, he's not going to like the Bears or any rebuilding team. Like, Championship going, contending team. He's going to he, – he won one, he wants more. I was Champ- – was- Championship contending team. You see, we got Big Fangio. Fangs. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking like Montgomery would also look good in the Dolphins. The only thing I'm concerned about is like it's very clear they always want like super fast running backs. Um, I don't Jeff think Montgomery is that. Um, that's the only thing I'd wonder about. Like if they were okay with Fournette, um, but he is a good receiving back that could help Tua on a lot of those like hits, like. If you see the linebacker coming and you don't have a blocker, just throw it at Fournette's feet. Like he might catch it. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, I will. I will go again first here. Um, this now I wrote this in the document like probably a week and a half ago, like all the other stuff. And this was like when the, there was that rumor that Keenan Allen might get cut. Um, what? Yeah, just for salary cap reasons. Um, but it seems like they might. They might be able to do a restructure with him. But I thought if Keenan Allen gets cut and Daryl Evitt gets cut and the Chargers draft like a rookie wide receiver in the second round that's like a blazer, I think Mike Gusecki could be like a really sneaky tight end because Justin Herbert's been throwing through the tight end his entire career so far. That's a place where you can find cheap tight end value, I think, moving forward. And that's the type of guy who you put there and you're like, oh, remember this when he had that like one dominant season two years ago, three years ago? So I'm he's amazing. Yeah, I'd be I'd be excited if he could if he could end up on the Chargers and all that stuff happened. That's a good spot for him. Good spot. Henry, who's your uh number two? I, I would be remiss and I just brought him up before, but I didn't mention my namesake or former namesake, Kenny Galladay. I, I don't think his career is over. Um, I think he'll catch on to some low middling team, maybe someone like the Texans on a one-year deal where he's going to rebuild his value. And maybe, you know, if Bryce Young's there, Bryce Young needs a veteran wide receiver, a big body guy, Kenny Galladay could, uh, could maybe surprise some people in the 15th round getting drafted or undrafted this year probably. Kenny Galladay, my guy, I'll probably draft him again because – I just have an obsession. Are you high? I wish. Because that sounded like some high shit. Like that. <laughs> you got Wes Wilson. Holiday's... You got, you got, you got Wes Wilson. Kenny... I got Kenny Galladay, right? Kenny... <laughs> Ray, you love Wes Welker? Do you have any huh? loyalty to your team? What? Did, did he say you, you got Wes Welker? Did you love Wes Welker at some point? No, no, no. He said I have Russell Wilson. Oh, okay. Wes Welker. Patriots? Come on, son. Stop it. I'm sorry. You just love all the Dolphins players. <laughs> I, I'm difference. invested. Listen, man. 
the it's 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 the levitard in them. They had me on it, and also I love Tua like a son. So you're not. I love Mike McDaniel, even though you hate you hate everybody. I like. I don't hate you like everybody. everybody. I you don't. do. You're a hater. You you are a hater. You're, you're a hater. You're a hater. I you don't hate. No no no. You don't hate. You have a great heart. You're a hater. I'm analytical. I can assess people and situations. Like it's not that I'm hard. Analytical. Like, I'm aiming. I just don't like Tua. There's literally like, only two. There's only two people. There's only two fantasy football relevant people that you can say I hate: Aaron Rodgers and Baker Mayfield. Everybody else, I've never been overly critical. I've assessed situations. I don't know. It seems like you would like you were like you didn't like when Baker had all the commercials and stuff. And, no, I, I, I yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I. I definitely took a lot of shots at Baker. I feel they're justified, but I, I've taken a lot of shots at Baker and Aaron Rodgers. Everything else has just been fair statement toward people. All that's, who's, all who's that's, that's going to stop when he's the Jets quarterback. Um, oh, yeah. Look at that. All that's I'll be laughing. <laughs> oh, that's all that's going to, you're going to respect, you're going to respect the throne when he's the Jets quarterback. Anyway, um, I'm going to, again, talk in hypotheticals here again. Lamar Jackson. Again, maybe we should make that happen. Maybe the Jets should make that happen. That would be great. Him in New York, man. Don't ruin his career. I like him. Don't no. It's a yo. We have a great team, dog. We are are set with Sauce Gardner and the on the on defense and, and middle linebacker and Williamson Williams on our D line. Come on, man. We have a great team, and then on offense, we're all set too. We're just a quarterback away. And imagine Lamar Jackson with Brees coming down your throat. Lamar Jackson, wherever he ends up, wherever he ends up, because I can also see uh, me and my father-in-law, we were actually talking this, talking about this, and we were like, yo, who's a classic quarterback or a quarterback that would be dope on the Raiders? Because you know Raiders, you know the whole history and Raiders being tough and shit like that, right? Yo, Lamar Jackson on the Raiders would be fired. Can you, can you see it with, the, with Jacobs coming at you, Devontae being the number one, because you know he's going to throw to that number one. He's going to throw to the tight end. Right, he has Waller. That offense would be set. Granted, the Raiders have holes in their defense. I know I'm going long. I'm sorry. I think Lamar Jackson, wherever he goes, is going to be crazy. Hold on. Raiders. Jets or Raiders? Henry, do you have any thoughts on the Jets QB situation? As I try to find something. Uh, it, I think it, two episodes ago I said I was against Derek Carr, but um... oh my god, I'm signing off. Peace. I would say. Uh, maybe I'm at the bargaining stage now, where you don't like the Jets. You don't like you don't like me. No, no, no. You don't like me. You, you. I, I've been complaining about him for years. I know. I was complaining about him two or four weeks ago, whatever, too. But <sighs> I, thought I, we were, I thought we were cool. I thought it was Jets. I thought it was Jets. I'm not. I'm. I'm not sitting here rooting for Derek Carr, but. If they sign Derek Carr, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna take it for what it is. I'm gonna. I'm out. That's my. That's my take. Like, as I'm not rooting for us to get Derek Carr, but I'm not actively trying to, like, not get Derek Carr either. All right. Well, I'll, I'll keep trying to find what I'm trying to find, but I'll, I'll let you guys know what I'm looking for. So today I saw. I thought Ian Rappaport retweeted it, but I can't find it. Um, the NFLPA took a survey of the, oh, maybe it's here. 
Yeah, I found it. Um, survey from all the players to evaluate how each team treats the deal, how each player feels about how their team handles these topics treatment of families, nutrition, weight room, strength staff, training room, training staff, locker room, travel. And let's now. I'm not going to remember all these, but just remember what I heard, and I'm just going to read off the Jets grades, and we'll see how good of an organization it is. C plus, C minus, B minus, B, C plus, B, B minus, B minus. Not one A. There's nothing okay. great about your team. Okay. okay, listen. You know what's great? Nothing great. You know what's great? What's great? New York. New York. Well, the Giants have better grades, but we we don't have to get on that. All right. Yo, but there's no Fs. Oh, there's people who have Fs, just not the Jets. The Jets don't have Fs. So, talk about my organization. Pot Kettle. This team seems to be good. Yeah, the commander seems to have the worst grades, which is like the least surprising. That's not surprising at all. Oh my Can God. we talk about them? They have multiple F minuses. Can we talk about I don't even I didn't know that that could be a grade. Can we talk about <laughs> that for one minute? Can we talk about this situation with Bezos real quick and, and Snyder? And sure. Snyder being tight or mad that Bezos was the one that dropped the stories on him and he's like, Yeah, I'm not selling. I'm not selling to Bezos, even though Bezos is offering more than anyone. And he's like not going to do what the owners want him to do when it can also increase the value of every other team in the NFL. Well, I, I think, think I think Snyder should just give me the team for nothing. <laughs> that would piss everybody off. I think this is a new move because this is also happening with like the WWE um, mm. where they're pretending to sell. And I actually think it's all these problematic billionaires and I think this is a long-term play, play with Snyder to pretend like he was trying to sell the team. He was trying to sell the team. It just couldn't – he couldn't make it work. So he has to stay as the owner. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Because, like – because also his other thing is what he wants. That's is a like, good in order, cool. to, in order to sell his team, he wants a guarantee from the NFL that he can never be sued for anything he did, which is almost impossible to write in a contract. He wants indemnity, as they say. Um, but like he he's putting all this stuff. It's like, well, I'll do this if you do this, 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 and this. And then also I want a unicorn. And you're like, there's no such thing as a fucking unicorn. What the fuck's your problem? Um, not, he seems like a real weasel. I'm glad we yeah. took a minute to talk about this. Yeah. I don't know. Henry? Do you care about Henry? Um I'm I'm all for rich people on teams. Like if Bezos can come in, if Snyder wants to sell and just make that field better, like people are getting Terrible. like what, like that field's awful. Like what Terrible. Steve Cohen's doing with the Mets, like everyone can complain about all this money and all that stuff, but like he's building up the area. He's making things like we're getting a soccer stadium next to City Field. Like let them come, let them spend their money on something for for the fans. Then like I, I mean, he can spend all that money. It, but those chop shops are still gonna be around there, so still done. no. The chop shops are going away. What? They're building up. They're building up the area. Soccer stadium's going there. NY NYCFC is gonna play. 
damn. So the Yankees, the Yankees got to do something about the Bronx, man. I need a. I feel like I need a gun every time I go up there. It's crazy. Hot kettle. Mm, good one. Right. That's a good. So let's let's we we have Ray calling for gentrification and removing small businesses. Let's move on to <laughs> Division Three, um, which um, we're gonna try to keep the emotion out of a lot of this stuff. Um, What's up? Division three and the the fact that there's only two active managers left in that division. Um so uh men, I men have, men have I, feelings too. What? Men have feelings too. Yeah. I no, it's fine. I just we we talked about those before. Uh if you want to, we can talk about them more here. I just want to make Oh no no no. I, no 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 no. Just you know. So I, um I, so I wrote I wrote my things, like I said, a week and a half ago, so I didn't really look at Brad's team. Okay, I'll, I'll just say it now. Um, I don't know if this will affect what we do with the keepers or whatever. Um, I'm not handing Brad's current roster and picks to somebody. Um, I'm also going to make a rule, or I'm going to propose a rule that um, the winner, and maybe other situations where the winner does not get the full $400 their $50 is withheld and it's put toward the, the next season. So we don't have a situation like this, so we can easily replace somebody if they trade all their picks and bail on us. Um, But I did not. So most likely the Patrick Mahomes trade will be reversed or something else. I know Henry, we were talking about something beforehand. That's June conversations. Um, We'll start figuring out that stuff closer with them. Um, but I didn't. I didn't do a lot of research. I have keepers for Brad, but you two can talk about Brad's dra- best draft pick. Ray, you want it or uh... you can go ahead. So uh, his best draft pick was was Travis Kelsey. I mean, the dude's been going the top of the first round the last two years. You get him at the eleventh pick, um, and he's tied in one. And a, a lot of his success came from, you know. Travis Kelsey, like every week he had that advantage. He, I, I thought that I could get an advantage with Mark Andrews. Um, it didn't work out for me that way. I should have just redrafted Travis Kelsey. Um, and I might have been in better shape. But Travis Kelsey. And guys, just just take Travis Kelsey first of all next year. Jeez. Like, come on. We do this every single year. And Travis and Kelsey is the most was valuable. The, what pick was that? He drafted him 11th. Yeah. Listen, I guarantee you. This is the year he falls off when everybody does it. When everyone comes to a consensus first round pick, and it's this now when everybody That's comes the thing. To, That's the thing, right? starts saying it, it's not going to happen for him this year. He's not going to be a league winner this year. I'm calling it right now. Mark it on March, March 1st. I said March 1st. That's the I'm thing, right? That's the if he reduces, if he every reduces year, like 30% of his production, he's still tight end one. That's the reality. It's like, him falling off a cliff, as long as he's healthy and playing, it's still going to be tight end one to raw. I'm not wishing anything on him, but I'm saying, I'm just saying, he has to stay healthy. Everyone was like, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. What happened? RB4. Was like Christian McCaffrey that year. Everyone was like, uh, what's the RB2? dude's name? Uh, what's the dude's name with, with, the, with the beard? He plays for LA. Funky haircut. Austin Eckler? No, the white dude. Receiver, quick. Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup. It was a Cooper Cup this year. Cooper Cup. What happened? He was wide receiver one. No, he wasn't. 
But up I until think, he got hurt, he was wide receiver one. But he didn't finish the season that way. Okay, Ray, what was um, Brad's number one? Or best you know player? what? I want to say Travis Kelsey, and I love him. He's great. But enough, you know, Travis Kelsey's mom, whatever. Like, enough. Enough. Where's the enough? She's everywhere. She's a mattress deal. Like, enough. Enough with her. Enough. With the, where's the dad? Maybe the dad is problematic and they were trying to keep him out of the fray. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Um, I'm not going to say Kelsey. Though. I'm going to say A.J. Brown. Um, Brad had some wild ass weeks. Um, he actually took A.J. Brown. He was in my sights and Brad grabbed him. I, I think Brad might have didn't see him on the board because he was there. He was up there and Brad, I thought Brad was going to not take him. A.J. Brown went crazy. Um several weeks and I took Brad over the top and got him some wins. Um if you if you look back at it, um AJ Brown's different like production was the difference in him winning and losing um uh those weeks. So I'm gonna say AJ Brown was his best draft pick. Cool. Uh since you're talking, what what draft pick could have gone way different? Um I mean <laughs> him <laughs> so Way different in a bad way or good way, right? That's what we're doing, yeah, right? Either way. Okay. The I'm gonna keep it on wide receivers. The Mike Evans pick that the Mike Evans just wasn't good. Like he could have Bradley could have ran away with the league, ran away with it. Like I was on his ass. And so was a few of you know, I, no, I was on his ass, and so was Mike. But Mike had caught injuries. Um if Mike Evans stayed. If Mike Evans was able to produce, it would have been Mike Evans and uh, AJ Brown. Mike Evans did not really have a great season, um, but if he did have, uh, Bradley would have. He would. He would have ran away. Granted, he finished top twenty, but it just. I think he went. What was his pick? Um, Brad picked him second. He did not produce. He didn't produce like a second round pick. Yeah, and I, I think Mike Evans, I think he might be like the third most person to talk about on this podcast. It's There's weeks where he's going to have three touchdowns and just win you, but you, you got to prepare for the zeros, and Brad was able to prepare for the zeros this year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Mike, Mike Evans definitely could have – I don't know how much more he could have helped him. He lost one game, two games, but, um, yeah. Um, my guy is Brees Hall. I mean, if Brees Hall stayed healthy, I – it was such a, a big injury because mm-hmm. like the running backs was the one spot where you're like, okay, like I might be able to get an advantage on him. Nick Chubb was going off in the beginning, but you know, Nick Chubb slowed down. Cam yep. Akers might be, you know, like the worst keeper ever. And I got to give props where props are due. Like he didn't drop Akers. He, he stuck with them and Akers was a playoff darling in fantasy week. But you know, if Bruce Hall stayed healthy, it, man, I don't, it, Things things might be a lot different. Like you know, people might not have made moves to try to catch him. So yeah, first off. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we'll move on to the next topic, and you hey, have hey. the obvious of uh, key in season moves. Why don't we talk about the thing that we're gonna reverse? Uh, it's Patrick Mahomes trade. We like you get QB. What was he on the season three? Patrick Mahomes should always be QB1. I don't care what fantasy stats say. Like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, you're going to be a playoff team. You're going to do well in the playoffs. Um, he gave up a lot for him. Matt did well to get that draft capital back to set himself up really, really nicely for next year. And not much more to say. Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I agree. 
totally agree. Hey, I have a question for both of you guys. Uh-huh. Brees Hall was chosen third. Well, third round. That means he, he would be a second round pick. He was dropped. You dropped he was dropped and then you picked him up. He wasn't dropped. one. He wasn't dropped. I mean, he was dropped. He was dropped, but he was—he's on my roster since he got dropped. It's it's ADP plus one. So if his ADP is like the seventh round or whatever, you would get to keep him in the eighth. Yeah. So, you guys interested? No. No. Oh, okay. Did you just hear me say I'm not taking any busted knee <laughs> running backs? He's. So I just want to go back. I was going to click busted on... knee running backs. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, I want to go because Henry. I think you said he th- was third, but in our league, in total points, Patrick Mahomes finished first. I was first. So, like, I, I want to look at the averages because I don't know if Jalen Hurts would have finished ahead of him on average um, per game because I know he missed, what, three games or whatever. But so Patrick Mahomes finished with or 416.9 points. The fourth QB, Joe Burrow, uh, finished with 357 points. The fifth QB, Finished with 303.9. Like Patrick Mahomes is far and above better than everybody else, and he does it every year. So um, I have to go grab a power cord because I thought this would last longer. But uh, Henry, why don't you uh, tell us what you think your best pick? Oh, wait, we got to do this. Um, who, uh, uh, Ray, do you have any? Who do you think Brad's keeper should be? Because me and Henry agreed that it should be – well, Mahomes won't be there, but whatever. We wrote in Mahomes, London, and Chubb. I agree. I mean, I hope it wouldn't be fucking Acres again. <laughs> right? Eighth round, eighth round this year, Acres would have been? Like, that was just – like, again, if – like, I'm just thinking if he didn't have those picks – and like you know, if he didn't have those picks or whatever, he would have had like pretty much two of two of his keep would have he would have had Derek Carr and he had Acres. He would have been cooked. He wouldn't have made the playoffs. I don't think. Like think about that. And he wouldn't have had AJ Brown. Like let's just say let's even just say he had two first round picks. Cool, whatever, right? And he, let's just even say he 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 made the Patrick Mahomes trade. He probably wouldn't. He probably would have got Kelsey though. Kelsey was his first pick, right? Second no, pick in the first pick. round, huh? That was the eleventh pick. And the, his so, first, so he his had first two... pick was Dalvin Cook. Yeah, he would have been cooked. My bad. That's my fault. My bad, guys. Um. All right. Let's move on to the person with the trophy. Uh, who's that? Mr. Henry, Mr. 2021 or 2022. I think it says 2022. 2021, it says. Yeah. Um, Who, Ray, who do you think uh, Henry's best draft pick was? Um, Henry, your championship is like, it feels like it was like 40 years ago now. It does. Um, does. I I can tell you who his worst draft pick is, that Najee Harris pick. Wolf. God, it was so it was so terrible. I didn't even pick him. You're right. You didn't pick him. <laughs> you know what, Henry? You know what it was the worst pick? Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay. All right. Um, 
maybe your worst pick was Chris Godwin. Left I'm knee. here for it. I I'm mean, here for it. I mean, again, he didn't start. He didn't really start cooking until like what week eight or you know. Wait, week wait, seven. wait. What are you doing? This we don't have worst pick. You're supposed to pick Henry's best pick. <laughs> oh, I'm not supposed to. I thought since you you t- you you your hate. I your was hate- making fun of you. I wasn't making fun of Henry. He didn't draft <laughs> Russell Wilson. Your hater, your hater in this war for me. I just wanted to hate on his picks. You can hate on my picks. It's fine, bro. All right, good. Um, Chris Godwin, bad. Maybe Michael Pittman. Just keeper. Keeper. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pick. It's a pick. True. Okay. Pick. We can move along. Uh, that was a good one. Oh I no! Don't think Michael no, no, Pittman no, no, no. was good. I have one. I have one. Worst pick, Marcus Mariota. Terrible. No, that was the. Be- I mean, that's probably his best pick. That's probably his worst pick. Didn't win him a championship. Didn't get him to the. Didn't beat me in the playoffs. I had a top ten QB for. Yeah, Marcus Mariota was great. If I, Falcons I wanted- release Marcus Mariota. Fantasy like and real is two. He was top five things. QB like most of the season. Um, what did he finish? He was uh, and or something. He moved on. Cool. That's why I traded for Russ. Come on, man. Didn't he, didn't he beat you with Marcus Mariota? Nah, Ray beat me. Oh. Come on, Amen. <laughs> all I do is beat y'all. Like, that's all I do. That's what I do. I think you're still last in the standings and sleeper overall. Um, I'm not. All right. So the best, I think the best pick you had was your standard. Uh, I don't care how many tight ends I have. I'm taking TJ Hawkinson somewhere between six and eight. Um, and he finished tight end too, which like, you know, it's weird because like, I think he's an interesting character. I, I I think he represents one of those things where everybody keeps telling people to sell high, and everybody listens to the same podcast, so you can't sell high on T.J. Hawkinson. So you kind of just got to be in for the ride and just trust that he'll be good. Yeah, it's one of those guys where you start him every week and he's going to give you the four points every once in a while, but I'm, I'm going to take that for the 30-point blow-up. And, you know, uh, the trade to the Vikings really helped that too. Like, I mean, he was doing fine with Detroit, but uh, he went off for a couple games with the Vikings. Um, for me, everyone knows my bread and butter in this league. It's been Derrick Henry. And any chance I have to, like, build around Derrick Henry or running back like that, um, I'm going to do it. And, you know, Derrick Henry was able to, you know, be my foundation again this year. Finished RB4. Can't ask for much more out of a first-round pick. Bread and butter is definitely not Josh Allen. Guy sucks. He's going to be on my team for at least four more years, so get used to it. So I think you've written in your your sec. Was that a second-round pick? Yeah, that was a second-round pick because I was Mm -hmm. trying to – he was one of the guys I was looking at in the top of the third round. Uh, Why don't you tell us about how – Mr. T. Higgins could have gone way different. T. Higgins is like an upgrade on Jerry Judy, where all the talent's there, and it's just he can't stay healthy. And there, there's weeks where, like, at the beginning of the season especially, I had a shot at winning, and T. Higgins played, I think, a couple snaps and got hurt, and that really hurt me that week because I think Pittman did a zero. Um, like, when T. Higgins was good, he was carrying my team. He went yep. what the blueprint was. And, you know, like even with Jamar Chase there, we've talked on the pod about how, you know, two wide receivers can succeed. And it's why I, I targeted uh, 
Higgins is a cheaper option to chase. Of course, Chase isn't available. But uh, th- things could have been a little bit differently. Like, I, I, I still probably wouldn't have gotten the first round by, which is what I really needed. But, um, you know, it, it might have not been as um, heart-stopping for me towards the end of the season when we were doing all these six-way, how do I get into the playoff things? Yeah. That's, yeah. I want to, yeah. We're going to address um, the trade deadline because I think that was also what made that, like, so frustrating. All right. I thought, um, I thought, considering how much, how many catches Chris Godwin had, like, I, even with a busted knee, he should have had more fantasy points. Like, I really think, that that's that's tough because like sometimes it is a JK Dobbins situation where it's like he's good for time, and then he needs time off, and then he's good again. Um and at least then you can replace him. But like Chris Godwin was just like seven, eight catches, 48 yards, no touchdown. Like yeah. he went almost the entire season without a touchdown, right? There were far and few between. I think he had four. Yeah. I'm- I, I think most of those came late too. Yeah. So I, I think if he would have been more solid, I think your team would have he, been closer. Yeah. He, he he was always, but he was always like, even though I picked him in the fifth round, I was always looking at him as my like wide receiver three, four type thing because I had Pittman kept and I had, and I drafted T Higgins. So like with him, it was like, okay, like he might start slow. Let me try and find something. And, um, I forget who else. I, I didn't do well in really securing that. I, I think I went way too RB heavy towards the back. Um, and I didn't really get to shore up that wide receiver room to protect him as I should have. But the, the thought process was there when I took him. And then, you know, sometimes the draft just takes you other places. Yeah. And I mean, since we're talking about underachieving wide receivers, I mean, overall, the NFL was just down on offense, down on passing, down on receiving cuts, downs. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in the middle rounds of drafts next year. Will you lean on these wide receivers that are number twos on their team, or will you try to go get a running back? I don't know what I'll choose to do personally, but I do think the last couple of years we were leading up to like draft wide receivers, draft wide receivers, draft wide receivers. And then, like, this year, it just, like, it felt like everybody was, like, ugh, we'll get to him. But, like, Chris Olave, it's, like, he supposedly was a good pick, but he was just, like, ugh. Um, but, Ray, what 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 draft pick did uh, Henry have that you think could have went way different? Um, I don't I, – can I talk about Mark Andrews? I know it's a trade. Yes, it's. A I, I know it's a trade. I know it's. I, I know. Yes, I know it's a keeper. But listen, I know I'm messing up the game, but dude was absent this year for you. He was absent. He wasn't. He wasn't Mandrews. He was Mark Andrews, and you needed Mandrews. He was absent for you today. If it, you could have, you like again. He would like tight end is obviously a big position uh, in fantasy, right? Because it's. Travis Kelsey than everybody else, but it's used. It, it has been Andrews being that number two, and he could have potentially been a league winner if he just gave you a solid floor. But he was hurt. He was in. He was out. 
if you, I could have, I could have, I mean, if you were able to put together games against me, maybe, but you know, you needed a tight end, you needed some points from that. So I think, I man, love, I know I missed I, the game, I messed up the game, but Andrews. No, I, I love my tight ends, Andrews being, you know, better than what he was, but he, he was still, what, what, tight end three or four in the season? Yeah, it was like, still, and, and at the draft capital at pick 11, like, and his. After the first four or after his first six weeks, he had uh four games over eighteen point eight points per game. So yeah, like Lamar getting hurt didn't really help him. He was banged up a little bit, but yeah, I mean, and that's the risk you take with tight ends too. Like they're they're gonna get hurt. Um, okay. I'll I'll go straight into my keepers. Um, I I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know where I'm going with the third one yet. I, I never usually know where I'm going with my third keeper until. Closer to draft tag, Allen and Andrews are going to be there. Um, I took Calvin Ridley last year for the reason of keeping him, but I, I need to see what's going on. Is he getting reinstated? You know, uh, what are the reports coming out of camp looking like? If I can get him at that value, absolutely. I love my tight ends. Hawkinson's a ninth round keeper, so that may be something that I look to do. Um, oh, I didn't. Oh, we skipped the spot. I'm sorry. Sorry, right, we can we'll focus on keepers. We'll go back okay. to key and season moves. Um, so, um, yeah, it could be Hawk. Mariota was on my list for a little while. Everyone, every, everyone, everyone's in contention. Allen and Andrews will ninety nine percent sure will be there, unless a trade happens, which I'm totally down to do. I always love to trade. Um, I, I'm gonna say Ridley for right now. I think Ridley. We we could take a second and talk about him because I think he's gonna be the most hot take, hot takey player in all the podcasts. I think everybody's going to pretend that like the guy who um, I'm not, I'm not criticizing him, but to be super clear, his last season that he played, he missed a lot of games for mental health reasons. Um, Maybe he's all straight and I'm hoping for that for him personally, but you know, that is a big question and coming into a team by the way, I uh, I sent you guys the link, but the Jaguars are also incredibly terrible on that, um, like all those things, like F, D, D plus, A minus for something, D minus, A, D minus, B. Doug Peterson's there, though. Culture man. So, Super Bowl I, champion. considering that he's played basically four or five games in the last three years, um, I wonder what type of player he's coming back to. I think it's fine if you really want to just go cheap and take a, a flyer, because obviously that's going to be better than any pick you get later on. But um, I just think when people are going to come back and say, you should draft him in the sixth round or something, like you you definitely want him over Jerry Judy. It's like, no, I don't. Um, I don't oh. love Judy, but I definitely don't want coming Ridley over Judy. I, I think he's closer to being like um, a Josh Gordon coming back to the NFL where like he's there and on the team, but not, you know, like there, but they, they did give up draft capital. I'm not going to call it a ton of draft picks, but they did give up something for him. He's not, he's not young by NFL. Like we, I, I picture him being young, but he's 28, right? Yeah. Like, he um, was, he was drafted at like 23 and I think he turned 24 before he played. Like he's, he's an old man. So, you know, and that's why I'm saying right now the blueprint was to keep him, but it 
can obviously change. And, you know, um, those are valid points with Ridley and reasons maybe that even though he's going to be a good pick at 14 or 15 or whatever, maybe just taking Hawkinson in the ninth would be, you know, a safer play for myself. And Kristen Kirk and Evan Ingram were very productive. I don't know if they're going to choose to reduce their roles just and, to and the how, He's going to have to get he's going to have to get in line. A- yeah. ATN's back there catching passes out of the backfield, so Did you uh Ray, did you, I I have Calvin Ridley as well for uh a guess of what Henry was thinking. Do you have any different keeper options that Henry on Henry's roster? No, obviously he's going to keep Joshua Allen. Um, he's working his golf swing too, along with his throwing elbow. You don't even like golf. Um, we're not talking about golf. We got rid of the person who does golf on this podcast. Uh, you know what? I, yeah, no, I, I I do hate golf, but I get it. Um, um, and then I also think, um, uh, yeah, Calvin Ridley, he's definitely – I think you're going to keep Calvin Ridley. There's no way he rolled your bench for you not to keep him. I think he's going to be really good. I mean, him and Kirk are going to be a, a really good tandem because Kirk is amazing. Um, anybody interested in Kirk? I don't know. You're interested in Calvin Ridley? Oh. A swap? <laughs> Jacksonville wide receiver swap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's go back real quick. Um, We're going to talk I- about your team now? No, well, we skipped over a thing. I don't think there's anything remarkable about the trades uh, or in-season moves that Henry made, but I do think like the trade. Your getting brother Najee finally and traded Russell Wilson to him. Najee and Russ um, gave like key depth, especially with it being clear that Mariota was probably not long for that starter's job. Um, and Najee Harris played very well for you once you got him. Um, he did. That was very nice. You do yeah. you do pretty well with those like I think you got Antonio Gibson last year. You do well with those bust guys and taking a chance on in the second half. So if Henry's messaged you and like uh, and you're going out for <laughs> Halloween by running back, <laughs> keep that guy or demand a first round pick or something. Ray, uh, did you like any moves that Henry did? No, Henry makes terrible moves. Okay, cool, good one. Okay, fair, uh, valid point. Um, but, uh... I, 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 I spoke on it before a couple of pods back. I was very happy with myself for, you know, just like there was value for Raheem Mostert out there. I was able to move him at, you know, some value to recoup some draft picks that, you know, like that sellers want at the trade deadline. You know, the same thing with um, Madison. I, I drafted him with the intention of Dalvin Cook always gets hurt. I'll have an RB1. Um, when my roster became, I couldn't hold on to those players anymore. I was able to ship them off for Brad for, I think, a seven as well. So just recouping some of those picks that, you know, I was using to trade away to buy at the trade deadline. Um, it, it set me up better this year where I have a lot more draft capital going in this year as opposed to in years past where I've been missing like a, a three and a five. So I think I only gave up four this year and one of the sevens that I, that I uh, was able to get for Madison. So small moves that, you know, grand scheme of things pay out. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. Let's move on to my team. Uh, Ray's going to really love this conversation. Ooh. <laughs> Ray, um, yep. what do you think my best draft pick was? Um, well, you know, Kyler Murray was a keeper. So I won't. <laughs> I won't. I'll try not to mess with you. Um, 
your best draft pick, and I have this right, and I'm going to – this is no hate. This is no hate. Your best draft pick was Kenneth Walker. I think he was fantastic. I mean, I know you have uh, – what's old boy's name on uh, New Orleans? Oil of Olave. Um, I – you know, he, he he's awesome, but he ain't have nobody throwing the ball, like – you know, like they, you know, and the coaches don't want to throw. The coaches want to get up 13 points and just sit on the ball, right? They don't want to do anything. So I do think that Kenneth Walker, he's a fantastic keeper. What is he in, like the 10th or 11th round or whatever? Like, you grab him. ninth round keeper this year. I think he's going to be fantastic keeping. Um, I mean, you kind of got lucky because I feel like, uh, what's Buddy's name on Seahawks that tore his fibula? Penny. <laughs> Penny. I the think guy who's Kenny- never healthy? I, yo, he was never play. been healthy in his career. He had that game, he had that. They were blocking. They had that game against Detroit. It was. It was about to be on. I was about to be the steal. I was about to have the steal. You know, because I, I actually I was a trade with Laurent. I got Penny. I was actually going to trade you, Penny. God damn it! Yeah, you were anyway. demanding a third round pick, which is insane. <laughs> um, you asked anyway. Congratulations, Amen. You didn't play him in that game, by the way, for the record. Um, yes, I did play him. Yes, I did play him. Mm-hmm. I need Wait, some did... records because I, I remember you being frustrated you didn't play him. No. Uh, I also think Ken Walker was my best draft pick. And that was just – that was one of those things that I, I never foresaw that. I never thought Ken Walker was going to be on my team. And then, like, you know, I got through the picks and, like, I pretty much had my starting lineup filled up. And I'm just, like, scrubbing through the running backs. I'm like – Wait, there's a rookie running back who's taken the second round and he's not off the board. And in years past, we've had running backs drafted in the fourth round get drafted in the fourth round of our draft um, with hype and stuff like that. So um, I don't know why he slipped. It it was just weird. Um, But I think Henry actually has my best draft pick, the best player that I drafted at their position. And it, I mean, it, it's Josh Jacobs and it, it's more your best draft pick because you were talking a lot about him on the pod in the off season about like how this is the type of guy that you might be, you know, looking at and you followed your gut and you hit a home run. You can't find any better value than Josh Jacobs in that round. I think, you know, when you did the pod last year with like the review of like the best picks of the draft, like it's just, we can skip that round because Josh Jacobs is going to be that pick. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was just, I, I traded him just because I was like, I know I have an issue with tight ends. So it's like, I feel like, it, and I, I think I filled it in a little bit. Like, if Darren Waller did anything, it would have been fine. I would have been happy. I would have been happy with Darren Waller and Raheem Mostert for what I gave up in Jack Jacobs, but just Darren Waller just quit on me. Um, Henry, why don't you, uh, Talk to me about my draft pick that could have gone way different. When you when you look at Chris Olave, it was another, you know, late round pick, guys that, you know, you were targeting that he started well with Jameis Winston. Um, going off, I had him on a couple teams. And if Andy Dalton and Taysom Hill were not his quarterback, it, it could have been a lot different. But Yo, he, he got he got QB'd. He got QB'd. Ray, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even dissing Taysom Hill here. It, he was worse with Taysom Hill. He was worse. Sounded with like Hill. a diss. He was worse with both those worse with both those quarterbacks, and with famous Jameis, he was on his way to maybe being Rookie of the Year over Garrett Wilson. What, uh, Ray? What do you think was uh, my graphic that could have went way different? 
Well, Eamon, um, I don't want to mess up the game, but I'm going to mess up the game. Um, Kyler Murray let you down. He let you down. You've been tooting this Kyler Murray horn for years now. Kyler Murray is great. Kyler Murray, what's the deal with Kyler Murray? That was you by the end of it. You turned into Seinfeld. You went from like the dude on the mountaintop that wrote the commandments to Jerry Seinfeld, like in a flash. Kyler Murray, if he if he killed it, you would have been set because you had Hurts. You had Hurts as well, right? Yeah. You would have had two amazing quarterbacks. It was looking scary for a second and then <laughs> flat on your face. I know that's not the game, but he sucked this year. And then he got hurt. So do you do you know who had um so Kyler Murray averaged eighteen point two points per game. What did he you know, average the last five games of the season? Do you know let me let me ask you questions. Okay, sorry. Let's make this fun. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know players who average less points per game than him? Daniel Jones. That's fine. Geno Smith. Right. Uh, we're going to skip over this because we'll come back to this guy. Trevor Lawrence. Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Derek Goff. Tua Tungavailoa. Dak Prescott. Justin Herbert. Tom Brady. Marcus Mariota. Jimmy Garoppolo. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson. He was great per game. This is a made-up myth. Hmm. He was definitely worth a late second-round keeper or late third-round keeper. Hmm. He paid off. He got hurt. It happens. Hmm. I mean, it definitely because I don't. What I will say, it definitely hurt me because he was like one of the three or four guys who, like Jonathan Taylor. Um, got hurt on the first series in the playoffs when I couldn't pass Willie. I think I'm like 10 points short of, of Willie, but he got hurt and I got basically zeros from him, Jonathan Taylor, Colt McCoy. And there was like a wide receiver, I think who got hurt early on. Like I should have had the number one pick or number one pick slot in the postseason, um, but it just went sideways. Right. And that was Amon's explaining his moves Brought to you by excuses.com. I'm just saying, like, Kyler Murray, like, I kind of want to be out on him next year. But if he's in the fourth or fifth round. Damn, please. I can't wait till you take him again so you don't make the playoffs again. Oh, God. It's going to be great. I mean, it's that gonna value, he's going to be, he's always going to be a good fantasy quarterback. He's always going to be, gonna be me a top and you, five. Me and you just not in the playoffs next year is going to be great. All three of us. Harry, Harry, you have to agree that, like, at the end of the day, like, people can have their issues with Kyler Murray, but he is a great points-per-game quarterback. And, like, if he slips to the fourth or fifth round because he's not playing the first month or two of the season, that's going to be a great keeper moving forward. Like, that's a that's a pick you want to invest in. I, I mean, I think that's the way I've done most of my drafts here. Um, you know, just trying to take those guys that might not have value at the beginning of the season, but I don't play to win week one and two. I play to win mm-hmm. – Week 13, I play not to play week 13, but I play to win week 14, 15, 16. So um, those are guys I want on my team. Um, so, yeah, draft capital, if Kyler Murray falls to a, a great spot, I'll snatch him up. But if he's going to go second or third round, you know, I'm out. Yeah. 
Um, the draft pick that I could have went, I, that could have went way different was, I really think if Trey Burks didn't get hurt, number one, I would have a better feel for him, and he would either be my third keeper, um, but like there was just a lot of potential. Whenever they called plays for him, he produced, um, and I, you know, he's definitely a guy I'll probably be targeting in the like, if he's in the eighth round or seventh round, like if he. I mean, Devontae Smith was somewhat productive his rookie year, much more productive than Traylon Burks. If I can get Traylon Burks in the eighth round as my fourth or fifth wide receiver, I'd be I'd be pretty stoked for next year. But I don't know what he is, or he's going to be a guy who gets hurt all the time. Um, it was a it was a concussion. No, he had another issue. His first yeah, injury I think was he a concussion. Leg. He had like an ankle or a knee or something. Hmm. I think he had turf toe. And then, That's like, yeah, he had turf toe, and, like, they waited a week to put him on IR. Like, it was just, like, a little weird. Um, so you just wonder if he was doing all his rehab and all that stuff that he needs to do to get healthy, and I don't know, just, like, let's put him to the side. Um, this is obvious as we quickly brushed by it, so I'll just say it up. Obviously, the key in season move is I traded Josh Jacobs. I clearly would have probably been a playoff team if I didn't trade him. Um, just to le- let alone a handful of matchups I would have, but I could have traded assets for different things. Um, so yeah. It's my key in season move. Uh, yeah, I, I like how you um, use those. Sort of like how I was trading my middle depth stuff for picks. You were doing the opposite. You were trading those to strengthen your roster. And, you know, bring in most certs and um, a couple of different tight ends, but you know, like Ertz, you brought in Ertz and Goddard, I think. Um, maybe I think you traded them for each other, but um, yeah, j- just doing small things like that, it, it it builds the roster of a strong, you know, base that you had. You had the QBs, you had wide receivers. So, um, you know, aside from the bigger moves that were done, um, I, I love those moves. I try to do those moves all the time. Ray never wants to do them for, with me. He just wants Derrick Henry. He'll bash Derrick Henry, and then he just wants Derrick Henry. Oh, uh, just speaking of this, because you, you're talking, giving away the secrets. <laughs> um, we are going to have different topics. Uh, I think Henry um, has proposed at least one idea, and I, I'm sure him and Ray will have different ideas. But one of the topics we will do, I'm assuming maybe this will be like a good July one, because um, we might start doing trades. But it's like, how do we approach trades personally, individually? Um, how do we think about it? And uh you know, that'd be a good quick learn for people who are coming into the league and getting a quick assessment because that's always it's always a challenge with somebody coming into a, a league. It's like, how do you handle trades? I played in one league. Um, I won't say who commissioned the league because there's somebody relevant to this league. Um, and this one guy would send me a BS trade for my three best players, and he would send me his six like players that are basically waiver wires every day. And like I just Started messing I'm like, what's your problem, man? I don't I'm not taking this deal. Um sounds so like what like, Henry gives me. What's that? Sounds like what Henry does to me. I don't I, I feel I feel Henry is uh Henry's a very smart guy. Um and he knows if you send insulting trade offers, it's harder to get deals done in the moment and also later down the line. So I, I I'm guessing he doesn't do that. No, I said, yeah, okay, all right, that's fine. That's fine. 
Well, what were you saying then? Maybe I misunderstood. Nope. nope. I offered I him. I offered him. Are we previewing? Are we pre- I are offered we pre- him Mostert for Jarvis Landry in like week two or three because I wanted a wide, a wide receiver. That ain't and so- he came back, and he came back with like wanting to do Derrick Henry or something. And we just stopped it. We we respectfully declined. There was no ill words. We just respectfully decided to go different ways. It's a counter. It's a negotiation. Oh. Go high. You should have. You should have traded Jarvis Landry for <laughs> Mostert. Are we, we doing- so happy? What? <laughs> are we previewing topics? If you have some, if you want to do one real quick, but like we sh- we should finish this up. But you can super also message fast, me. Super fast preview of topics. I'm going to be doing this summer. Best steakhouses in the coolest cities. Number one, here's a taste. Here's a teaser. Portland City Grill. Guess where that is? Portland. It's fantastic. There's a view. Get the porterhouse. Which Portland? Huh? <laughs> Which Portland? Ooh, ooh. Oregon. <laughs> Portland, Maine's pretty dope, man. Um, I, I went to school. I went to school up there. I went to school in New Hampshire, so I was always there. It's whatever. Did you go to the? Um, <clears throat> did you go to the Umbrella Cover Factory? Um. Yeah. And th- yeah. Of course. Come on. You don't know what that is. Of course yeah. I do. Where is it? I'm a New Englander. Where is it? Where is it? Yeah. It's on the water. I'll give you credit for that. It's on Peaks Island, which is uh, an look island. At look at you trying to pull my card. Look at you, baby. I mean, you didn't know Peaks Island. I, I you didn't know you, Peaks Island. I see what you trying to do, Avid. I got you, baby. You know. Yeah, funny, quick, funny story was um, my wife um, told her parents for my birthday to get me the eighth John Benjamin audiobook, which is by far the best, funniest audiobook ever. Everybody, Archer, it. yeah, absolutely wow. should get it. And wow. we were listening on the way up, and we decided for my birthday we were gonna go up to Portland, Maine, because it's in May, so it's like a nice time of year, and they like we're having parades and stuff, and we went there. And as we're driving up, we heard him tell a story about the Umbrella Cover uh, Museum on Peaks Island. So we decided to go that weekend. Um, Good on y'all. Cool. Let's, um, we'll see if I keep Jalen Hurts. I don't know. I might throw him back in the pool. Um, <laughs> and Ken Walker, the same thing. Um, I put myself Devontae Smith. Um Henry has something different. Ray, do you have any different ones? I I think you should keep Olave. I I mean, you're you're keeping Hertz. Um, you're keeping Olave, and you're keeping Kenneth Walker. So, you know, unless you want, unless you end up keeping Darren Waller, if Lamar goes there, or you know, get Waller back. Um, Thank you. Let's let's figure that out. Let's figure that out because I need him back. I'll, I'll, um, I'll give you, I'll give you whatever picks I have. So Henry uh, put like a basically an asterisk on his Olave pick, and I'm trying to think the realistic quarterback that would have to go to the Saints for me to feel good about Chris Olave because I also want to talk more about Devontae Smith. But who is the guy, Henry? You think would like really skyrocket a lot of it because I hope you're not going to say Derek Parker. Oh my god! Uh, uh, no, I, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm just going on. Jameis Winston had Chris Olave as like a rookie, looking good. I, anyone but Andy Dalton. Like, I mean, I, 
there's so much off season. There's so much to play out. Um, you know, like we know, we're we're pretty sure the Titans QB is going to be Ryan Tannehill. It, it could change, and if it's not Ryan Tannehill, is it going to be? Um, oh my God, I'm blanking on a quarterback. Malik. Malik. So like, I don't like. Is that is that something that you would want? So that, that's why there's still a lot going on. Uh, I, I think Alave has more upside than Burks, as it is. Um, I mean, even if like Jimmy Garoppolo went there, like Jimmy Garoppolo mm. makes Ayuk and and Debo uh, look fine. So um, again, I know we're going to talk about keepers later on, but I I would probably go Alave for the upside right now, and it, it's similar draft capital. I think like it's not they're not too far off. So I want to ask this because like it wasn't recorded, and I feel this will be one of those things we make here in July. So what do you guys think happened to A.J. Brown? Because, like, starting week 14, he has four receptions, nine receptions, uh, six receptions, four receptions, four receptions, three receptions, four receptions. And the Super Bowl, he had six receptions. But he fell out. Now, was it that there was a game plan in place to limit him? Because this is also – this is like the moment when like Devontae Smith was just dominating and forced himself to become a wide receiver one. And I also know Dallas Goddard's out, but I think there might be a, a better correlate. Like everybody keeps saying it's Dallas Goddard that made Devontae Smith special. But I think whatever is happening with either defenses or AJ Brown's health might be a better correlator to whether Devontae Smith is good. What about Jalen Hurts' shoulder? That's a that's a valid point, but he did play in the playoffs, and you know three receptions. Didn't throw a lot, and he did not play well against the 49ers. If the if, if Purdy if Purdy's in that game, and Jalen Hurts might may have to throw. I don't know if the the the, the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Gardner Minshew um, was their quarterback for a few weeks. I think it could be. I mean, and again, like you know, maybe there's a you know a little bit more rapport with uh, Devontae, and you know. Devonta, Devonte. So, also like it's just it seems like it's mostly it's just second half. Like he had he had one big game, but like week nine four receptions, week ten one reception, week eleven five, week uh twelve four. He had a big game against Tennessee, which is like a get right game. But that's when we get back to the Giants game where he had four receptions. So it's like even when Jalen Hurts was healthy, he wasn't doing what he did the first two months of the season. I. I just that's the that's the formula of like is Devonte Smith going to be the person who gets the most targets? I mean, he did it in the Super Bowl. Um, so he did it in the Super Bowl, AJ Brown and Devonte Smith because Devonte Smith was really good in the Super Bowl too. So AJ Brown's targets were fine those weeks, though. Um, I think a lot of it, you know, week 16, 17 was Gardner Minshew. Week 15, he got 16 targets when Hurts got hurt. Um, you know, like, tar- targets were there for the most part. M- maybe some of it was he wasn't pushing it as much. Um, but th- those last – those weeks that you're citing here, 16 targets versus the Bears, 8 versus Dallas, 9 versus New Orleans, and then 10 versus the Giants. Like, the, the targets were there. The, the results weren't. But um, I'm also a very, like, target share guy. Like, you keep feeding the guy, you – He's going to get points eventually, especially when they're good. Um, I, I'm not sure why he didn't catch those balls. I'd, I'd have to go back and like look closer. 
But the Eagles were so far like an afterthought for me at that point. With everything locked up, I wasn't really paying attention to their games. Yeah, I I think realistically, if Jimmy goes to New Orleans, I might consider it. But otherwise, I don't think any realistic QB possibilities go into New Orleans. I would consider Olave because, like, I don't want Derek Carr. Um, I mean, I, I would have to look more at it, like really go back and look at those Crabtree years and figure out, are we waving high? <laughs> um, go back to the Crabtree years and figure out, like, what was real and what's not real. Because, like, he's not produced good fantasy wide receivers other than last year. Um, Renfro the year before was okay. Yeah, but that's, I mean, yeah. I just, I, I, <laughs> I also am considering Dallas Goddard because tight end and just move on. Like I'm, I'm very much trying to get out of having to spend time on tight end. Um, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting because they're both the same price. They're both eighth round picks that are going to be seventh round keepers. Um, and everybody, a lot of people have Devontae Smith ranked higher than Chris Olave for next year. So um, that's where I'm at. Cool. It's gonna All be right. a tough. Uh, it's gonna be a tough debate, and who knows? Maybe someone wants to trade for one of them and makes the decision easy for you. Yeah. If, um. If somebody wants, I mean, I I feel like I have a couple of good options as far as like Dallas Goddard. Um. If somebody believes in Devo, I don't think that's gonna happen though. But the um, Lave is is good too. And if you wanted like a cheap freebie one, Traylon Burks would probably be. I'll give you. A, Give me like a 15th round pick. I'll give you that. Oh, it's right up Ray's Alex. He's got like, how many 15th round picks you got, right? Like five? I got a bunch. Hmm. Anybody interested? <laughs> you want you want Traylon Burks for two of those? You can keep for like a 12th rounder. <laughs> We're lit. If I have a 12th round. Uh, uh, all right. Let's move on to the final team. Um, I don't think we have to dwell on too many of these. Uh, Matt had, you know, typical, he's a boomer bust guy. He either nails his draft or he's terrible. Um, when this year is one of the terrible years. Uh, obviously, injury related for the most part, but also wasn't like he had a lot of great picks. Uh, I think his best draft pick, uh, you know, I think this might be his 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 deal moving forward where he's not going to be good in September, but Brandon Ayuk is just... A, a good solid player I think and there was all that reports last year about like his relationship with Trey Lance um I, I do think Brandon Ayuk's the wide receiver you want to draft next year out of San Francisco yeah I I like Ayuk um I also like tight ends anytime Zach Ertz was a risk and he proved to be a risk this year with the injury but when Zach Ertz plays uh, what was he a top eight tight end? I think he might have been even top five in that league, but um, yeah, it was he was a like by him. four for a long time. Um, unfortunate injury because um, he probably could have got more for selling him at the deadline if he wanted to, or even setting himself up for a nice keeper. But I like Zach Ertz. I, I took him last year with like the 15th overall pick, the no, 15th uh, round pick, not overall. Oof, never Zach Ertz overall, but yeah, I like Zach Ertz, right. What keeper or trade was Matt's best draft pick? I was gonna say his best draft pick is uh for the for the going forward for the future. Um, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. 
I like him. Wait, that's somebody he drafted. <laughs> yes, that's that's the game, right? You follow the instructions. You haven't played the game on any of the previous eleven teams. <laughs> One time I set it up for you to not do it. You... That's... Uh... Well, you have to follow the rules when it's laid out. It's a layout. You take your time doing it. Like you got to follow it. Um, Kenny Pickett, man, he played well down the stretch. He kind of got it going after the concussions. Like that, he gets to play when he has concussions. So, um, tough kid. Anyway, um, Kenny Pickett, I think great going whoever's going to take over the team or if he ends up on my team because we dissolve the teams great so to be clear his worst pick wasn't russell Wilson. no his best okay. pick was okay I, I, I just had to be clear here I, his best you know. pick was i mean he was doomed from the start man the way he started the draft i mean come on um so ray why don't you keep it going Draft pick that could have gone way better, way different, positive or negative. Trey Lance, man. Trey Lance. If he doesn't break, I know you didn't play the rules. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't get hurt. All right. Is this is this bit working? Is this good? All right, cool. Perfect. You just have to listen to seven hours of podcast for this one. <laughs> yes. Um. Yo, if Trey Lance didn't get hurt. Like, imagine, imagine Bryce Purdy that could run, right? Maybe. Imagine where they are now. Probably won the Super Bowl. Maybe, maybe not. Or, or at least get to the Super Bowl. I mean. Patrick Mahomes is going to win it anyway, so. 49ers, I think, next week will be – or the next podcast we do, I think the 49ers will be the rapid uh, question because I don't think their team will change that much, um, but I think that will be interesting to talk about their – What do you their, feel like, – what do you feel ra- a good a good response weight of rapid is? What do you mean, like 30 seconds or less? I think ideally if you, you said, like, um, Trey Lance – I think he's going to go in the at pick 109, um, and I think at that point, I will be interested. And you can, like, expound it slightly more than that. But also, I don't care. Like, I'm calling it rapid, but, like, it doesn't have to be rapid. Just don't drone on about Russell Wilson and, like, how it's definitely going to be good, even though he only – his charity only actually spends 24% on – charitable functions and gives the rest to his personal assistant. Uh, we don't really have time for that to talk about <laughs> all that now, but like that, like I wouldn't spend too much time on that. Um, all right. So where are we at with these topics? All right. Graphic. Well, Ray took my Trey Lance thing. Yeah. Obviously if he had Trey Lance and the IU stack, um, I think he could have won more games. Obviously. I don't want to do this, but. Obviously, me, Henry, Brad, and Matt were the best division, top to bottom, and um, it was just too much for Matt to have as little draft capital and then have a couple injuries. So wait, y'all were the best. Y'all were the best division. We were. We had the most How? wins. We had the most How? points. When I'm the leading scorer, and then Mike Caputo is in the damn thing, because the second, because the third and fourth team are way better than. This or uh, this was the hardest of it. Period. 
No, uh, what? I was. I'm. I, I'm literally the best team in the league. You didn't have the best record. You didn't even win your. division. We do points, right? We score points, right? We, you didn't even win your division. I Henry, the most talk, to, talk to us about the pick that could away went different for Matt. Uh, so playing into Trey Lance, I mean, you, you're going to lose Trey Lance, and then you lose uh, Javante Williams. I think like the very next week, um, he he traded up. He traded with me to get the pick to take Trey Lance, I believe. Um, and then so he lost some draft capital there, and then you know you just you miss you swing out on your. Uh, first overall pick it's a lot to overcome and i i think he did really really well with everything considered um he, towards the end of the year he, he was able to scrap away find a way to get some wins and it, it really would have been a lot different if one of those guys stays healthy we might be looking at some crazy sort of thing where he had a shot at making the playoffs yeah, I you know, it's hard to envision what Denver was and all that stuff. I I don't want to get into it because we already spent too much time listening to stuff about Denver. Um, but yeah, if he was healthy, it depends on that season. I mean, if you really remember that first game, like those like three times that they fumbled on the goal line in Seattle, like if there isn't like a like butterfly effect moment right there, right? Like if they score on those, they beat Seattle. Then Gino, like people are like, was Gino good enough? Gino didn't, doesn't have this. And like just this cascade. And then each week in Denver, there was more and more pressure put on. I mean, that's, you know, more and more fumbles. Yeah. I mean, do you have, do you guys ever watch like weird stuff on YouTube? Not like weird, weird, but like there's a, <laughs> I gotta look it up. I'll send it to you. I'll send it into the podcast feed or whatever. There's a channel that like breaks down like specific moments and how there's like butterfly effects. Um, my favorite all time is this. Uh, um, I forget what they called it, but it was Randall Cunningham uh, when they had the lead and it was about unions and like he scored on the Dallas Cowboys when they were up like ten at at the one yard line with like seconds left, and it's like it's just this epic thing. It's about the unions. I would like to watch one of those covering the the Seattle uh, Broncos game because I think that would be super compelling. Um, key in season move trading Mahomes, which will be undone. Um, and other trades, I think he made he traded Ayuk and Ertz. Um, I'd I'd like to yield my time to ask you more about weird shit you look up on YouTube. I mean, can we just do that? You know, we just. Future future topic off topic uh for the pod. I'm like, um, just and maybe that could be a segment like one wild thing a week you've looked up. How about that spitballing ideas? How about that? I think save it. No, save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. I, we can, I don't we can... look up that many weird things, but I so mean, it sounded like it sounded like if we were like, yeah, man, I look up weird shit on YouTube all the time. You would have went with it. Um. Well, I was gonna. I was going to read the title. I actually, this, this is a weird synergy. Um, I thought if I ever like hosted a show um, and I wanted to get like inside somebody's head, I'd be like, can you just pull out your phone and just show us the first, the name, the, the names of the first three videos that come up in your YouTube feed. Um, do you want me to do that? 
Um, something f- super funny just popped up in my head, but it's definitely not for the pod. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. I, I, you know, Matt's gone. He traded some of his good players for picks. I don't know if there's really that much. Um, assuming that, you know, Mahomes goes back to his team, it's probably Jefferson. It's probably Mahomes. And then the question is, Pickett or Pickens, I guess. Is there any other people worth talking about? Those are the ones that I had. Um, yes, going back to his in-season moves, I, um, it, everything he did with you know, what he had and not to compromise. Like, he really set himself up nicely for this year with, between the keepers and the draft capital. Um, he, you know, e- even being out of it, he was still, you know, I feel like he was still like one or two steps of heaven ahead of everybody else, you know, in terms of like roster management. I think yeah. YouTube, YouTube, I would be safe, but Google, I'd be, be like, what's going on here? Tom Skira has a good bit about that to listen to. Um, cool. Well, all right. Uh, I said at the top, just a quick reminder, we haven't made any decisions. Um, we're going to try to restore the teams. Obviously, the, the the Mahomes trade makes stuff complicated, but I think since those two managers are gone, um, some form of it just going being undone will be done to be brought in. Um, we don't know who's who we're going to recruit to join. We don't know how many more people might leave. Um, if anybody, you know, I... I still think anonymity, no matter what, uh, how it's phrased, is important. Um, I'm personally a very straightforward person. I also understand people aren't that way. So if you want to come ask me questions, I can clarify what uh, moving forward might look from my point of view. Because um, I don't think it's going to be what it was. Like the league has changed, it will continue to change. Um, and it will be different, and I hope better and healthier, and uh, it's it'll be a better place. But um, we need time. We need time to heal for the people who are upset, and I understand. And if you want to walk away, I understand too. Uh, thank you guys for being part of the pod. Uh, we gave you some laughs in between the uh, this stuff. Um, thank you, Henry and Ray. This is always right now the best part of my life uh until april uh then the little spud will probably be the best part of my life but i will definitely like be able to take a break and talk about football when it's months and months away you know what you should do to prepare stay up for four straight nights and then finally get two hours of sleep then stay up another four straight nights then prepare for two and a half hours of sleep you like before my wife gives birth no yeah yeah like to practice because that baby is you got your sleep is gonna be messed up boy like i'm telling you it's rough but babies change every three weeks so you just gotta not sleep for three weeks cool sounds easy Uh, oh no, I, it's I, terrible. It's it's literally it's yo, 
get hype. It's going to be beautiful, baby, and all that. But, yo, not sleeping. You don't really know what not sleeping is until you don't sleep. And not like not sleeping, like you're on a bender when you're younger and you're just partying and drinking and shit like that. Nah, it's like you got to keep yourself alive. And it's like, okay, whatever. You can give or take, right? Like your brother left you on a, on a college couch, right? It is what it is, right? You could have died. It was all good. But you have to stay awake for another person that's mad new. Bro, listen, love Poppy to death. I'm so glad she's not that age anymore. Jesus. Their stomachs are like this big, so they got to eat all the time. Wah! Hungry. Wah! Diaper. Bro, it's going to be crazy. Do your push-ups. Get your no sleep. It's going to be crazy. Well, if, if, if it's my turn and I have the bottle, I'll definitely have one earbud in. Getting my fantasy, so that is oh my god! You're gonna be soft. It's gonna be the next season soft. It's gonna be the best way to get your net go. If you need to catch up on, don't watch any. Well, you don't watch shows, so I'm not even gonna say this. Never mind. Never mind. I watch shows. You don't watch shows. I just don't like shows about rape and incest. I'm sorry. I know that's you probably your Google feed, rape and incest, but but only if it moves the story along. All right, I think we should get out of here. Shows about that. All right, we should get out of here. Bye, y'all. Peace out. Have a great weekend, guys.